Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the odd couple on Fox Sports Radio. It's Rob Parker, Aaron Torres filling in for uh, Chris Broussard. You can follow Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS1. On your Sunday, Aaron, what's happening, bud? How are you? I'm doing well. Is it still the odd couple? Is this odd enough? I mean, I've heard you guys. You guys are pretty odd, the two of you together. Is this still considered odd, or is this... Yeah, it's still odd. It's still yeah. odd. Me and you, we're, we're odd. I, I, I agree. I, I agree. Th- I still think we're odd. And, man, we got so much to talk about on this Sunday, so much going on. Golf, football, baseball. Of course, some NBA. We got everything going. Um, and I do want to say... We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And also, uh, let's welcome in our producer, Rob, Alex the Engineer on the other side of the glass, and yes, Mr. David Gascon with the updates. So we are in full effect other than Chris, a little of a vacation. But Tiger Woods, unbelievable. I mean, I... I got to tell you, I've been poo-pooing Tiger Woods for, I don't know, was it years now? What was his last major, 2008? Yeah. I, I mean, 2008, Can you 10 years? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's unbelievable, considering how he used to win with regularity. And I'm still in the camp of win first, and then I'll pay attention to you again. I don't know how many times I've heard, oh, Tiger's playing well. Turn on the TV. And then he, you know. Fades at the end and doesn't win. Now he's only one back, PGA Championship. I mean, he's got a chance to win this, right? Does he got three holes left? Is, is something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, and the other two guys aren't playing. Well, Adam Scott's playing well, but Kepka isn't. Here's my question, though: 
he fell so I mean people forget this guy was in jail literally jail like less than 18 months ago DUI all that so I understand your idea that we need to get we need to see him win before we get too excited but I feel like the comeback even at this point to get the fact that he's been in contention on Sunday back-to-back majors I feel like that's a pretty big step when you really think about where he was just a year ago I, I get that but I'm just saying for me to really get back into interest of Tiger Woods and him having because he hasn't won anything in five years let alone a ma- so he hasn't won anything in five years and he hasn't won a major in 10 years that's that's not like well he's so close to he hasn't won anything in a very long time and I just think people, I get it. They want to, you know, the great comeback story. They want to root for him. I don't have anything against him. I mean, it would be golf would love it. My God, if he could win. And if he wins one, he's still a young guy. If he gets it together and, and say he wins today. Yeah. Then he could go come back and people thought he was all done and went 10 years without winning a major. And then he could win the, uh, have, have the records, record for most majors wins if he wins today, right? There's plenty yeah. of time. And I was going to say, he is young. So isn't all of this kind of part of the road to recovery, though, whether you're recovering from physical injury, mental thing, whatever the case is, isn't that aren't there always steps on the road to recovery? Again, a year ago he was completely out of golf. We know he's had so many surgeries. And he's had injuries and all that. I get yeah. it. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it can't you say that for a guy, I mean, for a golfer, he's at a pretty advanced age. I mean, he's in his mid-40s. I mean, for a PGA Tour golfer that's trying to compete with young guys. So I, I get the idea that we need to see him hoist that trophy on Sunday, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's a pretty good story right where we are right now. Yeah. I mean, I guess if that's what you're looking for, I, I live in the world that sports has a short menu, Mr. Aaron Torres. Okay. All right. All right. And it's wins and losses. That's, sure. That's all that matters. Nobody celebrates the Buffalo Bills because they came close, so they sure. went to the Super Bowl four years in a row. I know how you feel about Mar- LeBron. Marv Levy, right? LeBron, all the other stuff going on. It's about winning. It just is. And Tiger hasn't won in a long time. And and you can root for him and be disappointed or go, oh, man, he was so close. I can't believe it. Oh, wow, he was there on Sunday. That all is nice and well and sounds good. But the bottom line is he needs to get a W in a big moment. Here it is. If he doesn't win today, now what, what would be it? You, what would you say? You'd say, well, he played well all week, yeah. well, all weekend. No, but, is that good enough? But he didn't play well all weekend. He was way well, back. But you know what I mean. I mean, he made the comeback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and I get it. I just think that, and I don't think that we need to, like, pat him on the shoulder like he's nine years old and talk about, uh, oh, you know, good, good job, Tiger. You'll get him next time. Like, he's a professional. They're all professionals. They're all competing. I do think, though, there are steps in the process in any sport, in any uh, uh, championship pursuit. You look at the Philadelphia 76ers, it's a different story, but we don't judge the Philadelphia 76ers the same way that we do the Golden State Warriors. I understand that at one point, Tiger was the Golden State Warriors. I I was going to say it's a totally different thing because Tiger used to win. And when a guy goes a decade, I'm not talking about he had a bad two years and he was injured and he had this and he had that. A decade without winning when this guy won 14 without a blink of an eye. I was the one on my honeymoon, yeah. right, watching Tiger win the Masters, probably why I got divorced, yeah. instead of rolling in the, hey, we're watching the Masters. <laughs> okay. We're in Tokyo. We're downtown Tokyo in a $500 a night hotel. This is way back in 1997. I put on some cash, and we're sitting at the edge of the bed. 
me and my now ex-wife, and we're going, oh my God. Listen, for, at least you were on the bed, so that's a good- that's We're not, on the bed. There you go. But we had our clothes on, we're watching golf. On a honeymoon. It's okay. <laughs> she, I, I'm sure she's happy to have moved on since then. Yeah, but, I think so. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, look, I get it. And I don't, I don't, listen, I think that we can all agree it's never going to be the way that it was. He's never going to dominate the field the way that he did 15, 20 years ago when Rob Parker, Parker was a young, uh, happily married man. I don't know if it was ever really happily, but he, yeah, you were no, married. I was happy at one point, you yeah. know. I was okay. married for five years. Okay, I mean, yeah. I, I know, you just got engaged. I did. So you're going to be one of those guys. I will. I'll, I'll don't get... watch golf on your honeymoon. Just... Okay. 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 I, I can't promise that. Uh, like, I mean, look, it, let's say he he, uh, he he falls a little bit short today and hypothetically uh, he's in the hunt at the British Open next year. I mean, I don't know when my honeymoon is exactly, right. but I can't make any promises. I can't. Listen, you know, I'm told that relationships are about trust and honesty. I can't honestly look at my fiance in the eye tonight you and tell, tell, her, tell her, yeah. I can say I'm going to try not to. Listen, she knows me well enough to know that pretty much everywhere we go, we're going to be watching something at some point. You so. know, I, I'm the same way. And and we were there. I was like, oh, no, I got to watch. This history. Are you kidding me? I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm watching this, you know? Yeah, but he was up by like 20 strokes that year. Didn't too. matter. Yeah. I had to see no. him win. You know I what did. I mean? Like, yeah. just I just had to. It was crazy. I'll telephone number, and I know I'm going to get this wrong because <laughs> we're giving out different numbers. 877-99 on Fox, but also the NFL. We got some game action. And I don't know about you, but I've been saying this forever. I thought the New York football giants, and they call them football giants because the New York Giants baseball team was there first, made a huge mistake when they didn't go after a, a franchise quarterback with all those guys standing there. What, what, you know what I mean? Coming off like one of the worst uh, seasons in the history of the New York Giants, you got an aged quarterback in Eli Manning who's had nothing but bad stats the last four years, and you can blame the offensive line and running game and receivers being hurt, whatever you want to do. I'm going to use all of them. Okay, I get it. But he was he's on the downside, and he had a chance to go get a quarterback. They didn't do it, and you know what the New York Jetropolitans did? Well, they do. They took Sam Darnold. I heard that, Did yeah. you watch this guy? I know it's a preseason game. I'm not getting worked up over one little little stretch. Relax. You know, I know it's it's early. But, boy, did he look like the quarterback the Jets have been looking for since, can I say, Joe Namath. It's too soon, Richard bro. Todd. I, uh, Ken O'Brien. Ken O'Brien. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, they've been looking for a guy. Yeah. You got to admit, if you're a Jets fan right now, you got to feel good that they finally, you know what, they suffered. They got a quarterback that I think if he plays up to par and plays up to his ability, could be the jewel of the AFC East and supplant Tom Brady as he gets long in the tooth. I mean, the Jets are in a good position. I was going to say the jewel of the AFC East is still Bill Belichick. I, 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 I'm old enough to remember when Matt Castle nearly made the playoffs with Bill Belichick. They didn't make it. I know they were eleven and five. They didn't make it. They were this close. They were this close. All right, and it's three and one without uh, Brady. But uh, I'll say this: is it? It is an interesting thing. Not only because obviously you pass on Darnold, but being in the same city, the same stadium, all that stuff. And I, I, you do think about it as a turning point. I'll just say this in the broader context: I don't understand. I never understand why these teams, when you have an aging quarterback. So right now, it's it's the Saints, it's the Giants, it's the Packers, it's whoever. Why don't you go get that guy? 
We, why don't you go get that next guy? We have seen the blueprint work. We saw it work in Green Bay with Aaron Green Rodgers. Green Bay did it right. Right. We, they had Brett Favre, who, who played, like, what, four or five years yes. late, later after that, but they still went and grabbed Aaron Rodgers. Yep. I was going to say, obviously, Indy, a little bit of luck because they ended up with the number one pick. No no pun intended, but they, a little bit of luck to get Andrew. I thought luck. that was a smart thing, too. I really did. Well, and that's what I was going to say. And now you see Kansas City. We'll see if it works or not. But the the point is is that like I think what is the worst case if you're the Giants what is the absolute worst case scenario the worst case scenario is that the guy that Eli Manning ends up exceeding expectations and then you just trade him like New England did Garoppolo you know no, like you can't trade Eli but no 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 you trade the young guy but oh. I'm saying I'm but the point is is there there really is no downside because you have a guy like Sam Darnold maybe you think that Josh Allen Josh Rosen is your guy but the point is they get two or three years there's really no pressure to play him and in the worst case scenario you got to make a tough decision of you let go of the vet that's or, exactly that, I got you, I, I'm that, with you that makes more that makes sense and it's not to trash Saquon Barkley like he can't He's a, he's a great back. But he's okay? a running back. But he's a running back in a passing league where quarterbacks rule the roost. Yeah. So I don't get it. They could have gotten a, a running back later on. Did the Giants make a mistake? And if you're a Jets fan, are you thrilled? I mean, I just look at this. This looks like it's so elementary. I don't know. Did they really think that they were going to have another Cowboys situation? Are they gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where, where if you have a strong running back, it changes the, the dynamics. We saw the difference between Dak Prescott with the running back, you know, we'll see, playing yeah. playing well and and not, right? Wasn't yeah. there a big difference? Absolutely. No. And and so one, that's why I'm not as sour on this as you are, because I, I do think all those things that you said aren't really excuses. I do think they're kind of excuses. Odell Beckham wasn't healthy last year, Brandon Marshall, all those guys. You shore up the offensive line, Nate Solder, guys like that. Uh, and so maybe Saquon is that missing piece. I don't think they're going to make the leap from the bottom of the standings to number one seed in the NFC like the, the Cowboys did, but I could see a scenario where they're closer to 8-8, eight and 9-7, eight, and seven, somewhere in the playoff mix. But again, what it comes down to for me is I just don't think there's any downside to getting that next quarterback. As you said, this whole league, you either got a quarterback or you don't, and if you don't, uh, you're just in pursuit of that next one. I never understand why when a team has a chance to take that next guy, even if they have a guy that's a bit older, why they don't do it. Doesn't make sense. All right, did the Giants make a mistake on passing on uh, Sam Darnold? We'll continue the conversation next. It's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker, Aaron Torres in for Chris Broussard. You can follow Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres, or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS1. It's uh, your Sunday, Phil. And you know what? Tiger Woods, what were we just talking about? What happened? What happened? Tiger Woods is what? Two back now. He hit the ball out of bounds, probably hit an old lady, knocked her uh, smoothie out of her hand. Okay, I'm embellishing now all the A little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But this is the part I was telling you about. It's not over, but I'm saying it's is it over? Well, no. It's, I mean, he's he's still technically on the course, but it looks like he is a uh, couple shots back now. Not very many holes to go here. So, yeah, no, he is not going to win this. So this I know you. Is, I know you. What were I was ready. talking about. I know you were ready. You were fired up. You had the champagne in the car ready. We were ready uh, to pop no. it on air. Yeah. That that's not happening. It's just that I want to see him win. When he wins, then I could like really think this is restarted. All right, there's a rebirth. You know, playing well. He's still young. He's not an old guy who can't play. And a lot of it, he was 
He wasn't healthy, okay. right? Yeah. So let me ask you this, though. So so golf is a little different because it's an individual sport. You seem like a guy. You're not a big context guy. Like with LeBron. I look at LeBron. Now, this year was a little bit different. But I look at a year like when Kyrie and Kevin Love get hurt and he takes a team with Matthew Dellavedova as the second best player of the finals. I'm like, that's incredible. And it seems like you're kind of like, eh, but he didn't win. I don't really care. Nah, I'm not going to get crazy about that. About yeah. losing? Nah, I'm never. I'm never. When Matthew Dellavedova was that the second best player, doesn't mean anything to me. It just doesn't. I mean, it, I mean, what what do you want? Like an award, a parade? I don't. No. I don't know. What, what are you looking for? No, I'm just LeBron James is the best player on the planet. So I I, I look at it. He's not doing anything un, unusual. Just like I looked at it, how he struggled against the Pacers, seven games against Oladipo and who, and then star a, a starless. Boston Celtics almost almost knocked him out. He seven games. Everybody's jumping around. He should beat a team with no stars, right? Game seven on the road. Yes, he should win that. I wasn't. I picked it all the way, even when they were down and everybody was saying, "Oh, LeBron's going to lose." I was like, "Never. It's not going to happen." But I do want to get back to football and quarterbacks. Sure. Let's do it. Because Sam Darnold was the only one who got people worked up and feeling good. Baker Mayfield also with the Browns was impressive. And some people, you know, coming in, Aaron, it was always like Hugh Jackson already said that, right? Tyrod Taylor's a starter, right? Regardless. Oh, he did. And that he was way above uh, Baker Mayfield. But Baker Mayfield, he was 11 for 22, 212 yards, and two touchdowns. Oh, yeah. And you say... He should be the starter. Is that what you're telling me now? Listen, I didn't say he should be the starter. I just, a couple things. One, I think he will be the starter. I don't like this Hugh Jackson thing of, uh, no matter what happens, Tyrod Taylor is the guy. He's the guy. Because you already see it in the locker room. After the game, they were talking to Jarvis Landry, and Jarvis Landry, they said, uh, they asked him about the quote-unquote quarterback controversy, and Jarvis Landry said, there's no controversy. The best guy will play. Problem is, that's not what the coach is saying. And so... To me, look, I, I think Mayfield's a stud. I have been on Team Mayfield since he was at Oklahoma. This is a guy, I don't know how much you know about his background, but went to two different schools, beat out guys that he wasn't supposed to beat out for the starting quarterback job. I know you can't always equate college success to NFL oh, success. I, I was going to say, please, as a, and you know this as a college uh, sports writer, it just doesn't equate. There's so many guys who were great in college who oh, just yeah. never – it never transferred over to the uh, next level. I, I think it's more. Tim Tebow was a, was a yeah. hell of a college football player. Would you agree? Uh, he was one and of the best of all time. A horrible NFL player. Still more playoff wins than Andy Dalton. That doesn't matter. Yeah. It, come on, that 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 one throw, a eight yard slant, tore apart come on, the, stop the Steelers it. secondary. That was Palo terrible. Malu. They played like eleven guys on the line of scrimmage. I I, it was the most ridiculous. Defensive scheme I ever saw. Like they really believed he couldn't throw an eight-yard pass. Is that what and that he was? did? And he proved him wrong. Yep. Still got that. He still got more more playoff wins than Andy Dalton. One hold, of my favorite stats. Hold, hold, hold on to that. That just tells you how pathetic Andy Dalton is. Exactly. So no. So look, I'm not saying that Baker Mayfield that it it all trans. I think with Baker Mayfield, to me, it's more of a mental makeup thing. Like when people were comparing him to Johnny Manziel, it was ridiculous. Why? Because Johnny Manziel. First of all, with Baker Mayfield, look, I get this concept that he had the off-the-field issue. In, Can't even outrun the police. He doesn't. The, the, listen, the police aren't trying to tackle him out on that field. Okay, he, what was that? He didn't have. He didn't have ten guys blocking. Is for that him what it was? Fayetteville. Okay, yeah. He just, you know, he, he needed to see the crease, but there were, you know, there was nobody blocking for him. So, which might be a good uh, metaphor for I what's mean, coming in with the Browns. But, but that's just bad that you're letting the guy, a cop 
who has a cup of coffee and a donut in each hand, and he still gets to <laughs> knock you down and tackle you. Yeah, but no, but look, I, so I just think with him, it's a mental makeup thing. Is I do think it does matter. Look, and and I heard Joel Klatt say this with Colin Cowherd this week. Baker Mayfield wasn't this guy that had the private quarterback coach from the time that he was ten years old and went every place and started from day one. He had to compete. He beat out Davis Webb of your New York Football Giants to to get the starting job at Texas Tech. Gets the starting job at Oklahoma after he gets there. The coaching staff doesn't even know he's on campus. He shows up at day one, wins the starting quarterback job. So to me, I just think the mental makeup is there for him to have success. We'll see if the physical tools match up. But look, I mean, physically, he's a different player than Tim Tebow. Much more of a complete quarterback. He's still undersized, right? Of course, so is Russell Wilson. So is Russell Wilson. Is he, you think he's close to Russell Wilson? You think no, that's not as fast. Okay. I mean, he's a different quarterback, but I, I'm just asking. All right. I'm yeah. Just, I mean, I'm just saying he's a different quarterback. And by the way, I would add this. How many guys have we seen that have the quote unquote pr- prototypical size that are a statue once the game starts that they can't, um, you know, uh, they they have no football sense, no football savvy. I mean, I've seen a bunch of six, five guys that look great. Uh, in a YouTube video that can't do anything once the game starts. That's fair. Only problem is when you when you put those guys on bad teams, I'm talking about the undersized and the ones who have had some issues with a bad organization, it just seems as if it, it, it doesn't work out. That's what was scary is that the Browns were doing this again after the Johnny Manziel mess. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there are different players, and would you agree that it feels like as dysfunctional as the the Browns have been, it feels like they're taking that, that they're less dysfunctional, taking steps in the right direction to get Jarvis Landry. No, it looks like it. I yeah. like their roster. Tyrod I think Taylor. that they're right. They're going to win more than uh, one game over the last two years. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I I like what they've done. Um, and I'm not if the guy can come out and play well and get and win the starting job and turn the Browns around. All power to him. I'm I'm not like one of those guys. Who's rooting against him, or you know what I mean? Or have he's had issues? He's paid the price for some of that. He still was the first overall pick, so so it says something about it. Most a lot of guys drop, sure, right? Oh yeah, because of uh, off the field issues. The, but it didn't seem to bother him. I was gonna say the guy I'm worried about, and, I, and not because of last night, but Josh Rosen. I don't know if how much you've seen him during his college days, but he's small. He's not as big as as you'd think he is. He's brittle. He was always hurt at UCLA. We hear about. Off the field, it's all relative. I don't, I don't want to like say, but you know, the stuff is he too smart for his own good? All that kind of stuff. That's the guy more than Mayfield or Darnold that I'm a little worried about. But really, yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, he's he couldn't stay healthy at UCLA. I mean, Garrett's a, a UCLA fan. I know. I, yeah, Garrett's nodding in agreement right now. He knows what's up. Um, yeah, I just feel like that's the guy that I would be worried about. I think Mayfield's gonna be fine. The other thing too is Mayfield. Look, it. it I understand that the Browns' offensive line uh, is not—it's not exactly the Cowboys or anything like that. But he's a bigger guy. He's been injury-free. I don't know. I, th- I think he's going to be really good in there. So, what's your gut? Is he going to start, or will it be Tyrod Taylor? I think we're going to see the same thing that we saw in Houston last year, where it might not be in Game One. But if you remember the the Houston Texans coaching staff, oh no, Tom Savage is our guy. Then they get the brakes beat off of him. But they, but Savage was awful. Yeah. I mean, they really what. He was uh, right. He was oh just, yeah, he got benched the first game. In the first game after all that, but a lot of people, I will say this, a lot of people questioned that coaching staff when they even decided on yep. Savage. I mean, that wasn't a first. It wasn't a second guess. It was a first guess. Sure, people are like, "What are they doing?" Mm-hmm. And then this kid comes out and 
Well, we'll and, just, yeah, and I was going to say Cleveland has a more established quarterback with Tyrod Taylor. Who I think, took a team to the playoffs, took right? A team to the playoffs, even though he got benched and then reinserted and all that stuff. I yeah, I think uh, Mayfield will start by the end of the year, but I don't think it's going to be Week One or anything like that. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is our telephone number. The biggest free agent in football looks like he's worth every penny. That's next, but first. Let's get you to David Gascon to find out what's trending. Mr. Gascon, what's up, buddy? Not much, man. Do not sell do not sell the farm on Josh, Josh Rosen just yet. No, sold. not yet? No, I already not sold yet. it. Don't I already do sold it. it. Don't do it. Torres already sold the cows and everything, the pigs. I, 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 took, at, that, I, I, I took that money and bought some Baker Mayfield stuff. Don't do it. Don't do it. I saw him at Bosco. I saw him at UCLA. He'll be fine in Arizona. He's got uh, he's got that one guy, David Johnson, in the backfield. I think he's going to be okay. Yeah. When you saw him at UCLA, was he wearing a sling oh, or a, a brace around his knee? What, where, how did well, you see him exactly? What, what I saw was <laughs> I saw Jim Mora's offensive line. That was the same offensive line that got Brett Hundley killed week in and week out. So... I mean, Huntley fared well, but he was able to move around in and outside the pocket, where Rosen's more of a stand in the pocket and deliver the football type of guy. Yeah, so I, I would say mobility matters, but I just spent 10 minutes defending Baker Mayfield, so <laughs> yeah, can't really say much there. Guys, PGA Championship's coming down to the wire. Brooks Kepka is your leader right now. He's at minus 16. He's through 16. Adam Scott, he's two strokes behind. Tiger Woods, he gave it a good running so far, but he's through 17, and he's at minus 13. So he's three strokes behind the leader. He's going to need a miracle to pull this thing out. Meanwhile, in Major League Baseball, Indians placed Edwin Encarnacion on the 10-day DL with a right-hand contusion, and then they held on to beat the White Sox 9-7. Red Sox actually got their ace back. Chris Sale was activated from the DL today. He was brilliant. 12 strikeouts in five innings. Boston beat Baltimore 4-1. Mariners were without D. Gordon today because of a sore shoulder. Didn't matter anyway. They swept the Astros in a four-game set, 4-3-10. Paul Goldschmidt with a pair of home runs. D-backs beat the Reds 9-2 in Cincinnati. Cardinals have won five in a row. They beat KC today 8-2. Redbirds scored seven runs in the final three innings of play. National Football League news. Eagles did sign quarterback Christian Hackenberg. Bucks claimed Devontae Harris off of waivers. Cardinals signed linebacker Gerald Hodges. And then, excuse me, New Orleans signed quarterback Marcus Williams on a one-year deal. Gentlemen, uh, Tiger Woods, sorry for him, but uh, give it a good showing today. Ratings won't hurt. No, the ratings will be good. Are you kidding? People going around saying, Tiger's in contention. Yeah. Turn on the golf. It'll be good for uh, the golf. You know that. Oh, got people watching. No doubt. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It is the odd couple on your Sunday. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or pick up the phone and call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part? Figuring out which way is easier. There was uh, some other stuff going on we want to get into. We talked about baseball we want to jump on. And it is Rob Parker and Aaron Torres in for uh, Chris Broussard on the Odd Couple program here on Fox Sports Radio. And Willie Mays. Willie Mays made a plea that Barry Bonds belongs in the Hall of Fame. And you know Willie Mays is his godfather. Barry Bonds' dad, Bobby Bonds, was a great player. Not a Hall of Famer, but a great player in his own right. And Willie Mays is one of the greatest players of all time. Most people think Barry Bonds, some people, is. I think he's the greatest player I ever saw play. I don't know. Where do you fit in on, on Bonds just 
his ability or oh yeah no and I mean it was interesting last night as uh, as the ceremony was going on where they retired his jersey Barry Bonds' jersey people were tweeting out videos and stuff of him getting intentionally walked with the bases loaded and and all that stuff and and I'm actually kind of curious to hear what you think I mean I believe you're a baseball Hall of Fame voter right I have a vote and it's my most prized possession I have voted for Barry Bonds every year that he's been on the ballot because I I just I have two issues. One, they they it wasn't illegal, and they weren't testing for the stuff during that time. Sure, it just wasn't. I just I always equated to, uh, say the state of California sending me tickets, saying I didn't wear my seatbelt thirty years ago when it wasn't a law to wear your seatbelt. Sure, sure, sure. Right, I'm being penalized even though it wasn't. They weren't looking for it. Also, he never tested positive. I'm not being naive, but but yeah. he was tested. He was never tested positive. Sure, I understand what they, the Balco and the investigation and all that stuff. Do I think he was involved? Yes. Do I think that a lot of baseball players during that era was involved? Absolutely. Do I think it's just a Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa? Those are the only four guys doing it. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. And I think it's wrong just to penalize those guys. And I think when I look at Barry Bonds, I think he's one of the greatest players I ever saw. Here's one thing Skip Bayless and I agree on. Hmm. And Skip was writing for the San Jose Mercury News and covered Bonds a lot. He always says, and Skip is older than I am and see more baseball than I have. And he says he's the best baseball player he's ever seen. So you as a Hall of Fame voter, do you vote for or have you voted for all of those guys, Clemens, McGuire, Sosa? Not all. I have voted for... Uh, those guys you mentioned, yes, every okay. single one. Yeah, Roger Clemens who won seven Cy Youngs. Barry Bonds won seven MVPs, three before the steroid stuff and yes. four after. That's yep. the other part. When he was in Pittsburgh and skinny as a rail, right? He, yep. he won three MVPs. That's how good this guy was. Um, but it's interesting that, and and I get it. It's your godson, but for Willie Mays, one of the all-time great players, to publicly to just say, vote this guy in. I think the writers have been punishing him. And the only problem I have is there are other guys who have whispers, rumors, whatever, who, yeah. who've, been, who've been voted in. Sure. Pudge Rodriguez is in the Jose Canseco book. Jose said that he used to stick Pudge with. Sure. This is, this is in the book. Was that book now fact or fiction? I mean, everything else proved to be correct, right? right? Yeah. So why would I doubt what he's saying? And he played with Pudge. You're not talking about a guy he never played with, was never in the locker room with. He played with Pudge, yeah. and Pudge got in on his first ballot Well, drive. And that's my bigger problem with just this whole thing is where do you draw the line? How do you know who did and who didn't? And this is innuendo, but this is fact, and this guy failed the test, but this guy didn't. And it's going to continue. I mean, look, A Rod. I'm sure. I don't know if he's eligible yet, but I'm. No, you got to be out. You got to uh, five, five years, years first yeah. before, and then you only have a ten year window. Bonds and Clemens, their numbers didn't go up big, but they still go have gone up. Okay, they're not going the other way. I think the writers are are like punishing them. I don't believe in that. Either you're a Hall of Famer yes. or you're not. Yeah. I I would I would go for the one year. System, you know, like you get voted on one time, you should either be in or not. Your numbers don't change, so I don't understand guys 
who don't vote for somebody one year and then they vote for them like like uh, we just saw some guys Tim get Raines in. Tim Raines was one, right? Yeah, 15 years. So you didn't vote for Tim Raines for 15, 14 years and now it's his last year on the ballot. Oh, we got to vote him in. Yeah. If I don't vote for you the first year, guess what? You never get my vote. Okay. And if I vote for you the first year, you get my vote as long as you're so on the ballot. So do you get uh, as many votes as you feel are necessary? Like you, you get ten votes. Oh, ten votes, okay. Okay, and I just if I if there's only one or two people who I think are worthy, those are the only votes I cast. I don't fill out my ballot for ten people because I have ten votes. Sure. Everybody's not a Hall of Famer. Okay. There's a lot of very good players, stuff like that. Well, and that's what I was gonna say, and that's my thing is it, the Hall of Fame in its kind of most simplistic form is like a, a shrine to baseball history, right? And so you look at some of the guys that have gone in the last decade, whoever, throughout history, like Craig Biggio? Come on. Like, like that guy's a Hall of Famer, but Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds aren't. The only thing with Biggio is he has a 3,000 hits, so he's going to get oh. in. But I know what you're you saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just I, the no, guy no, that I think of. I'm with you because that's the problem I have with some of the guys they're letting in now. Yeah. It's like it's an overcompensation, and they're making players better than they really are. Here's one of my rule of thumb. And uh, let's let's throw out the number, 877-99 on Fox, if you think Barry Bonds will ever get in. Or does Willie Mays, does his word have any kind of clout, or is it just him being a godfather, you know what I mean, who's just sure. doing right by his godson? But when I look at it, Aaron, I do this. If me and you have to have a debate over somebody, you're not a Hall of Famer. Yep. I agree. It's just so simple to me. Yeah. When you say when I say Willie Mays, you're gonna you're gonna debate me? No. No debate. No. Tom Seaver. No, no. debate. Ken Griffey Jr. Ken best Griffey, player of my right. youth. Right. Yeah. Those are the guys that you look at and say, that's a Hall of Famer. When we and you have to get into an argument and you have to make a case for somebody, you're not a Hall of Famer. Well, I'm looking at so last year, um Jeff Bagwell. Like, I, he didn't get my vote. I didn't think he's a Hall of Famer. He's not a Hall of Famer, but isn't there like a – and by the way, he's a Connecticut guy. He went to University of Hartford where I grew up, same town. I'm rooting for that guy. But there, there's a little innuendo that may be a little something-something, right? not a little innuendo. Exactly. That, right? It's out there. And he got in, what, That's, after seven years, I think, or but the, six or seven years, and I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. I don't – I think uh, some writers are jaded because Bonds broke the record. Like the home run thing, they're really like pissed off at. Sure. And another guys who maybe didn't break a record, oh yeah, like Pudge, you know what I mean. But sure. he's okay to get in. They put Piazza in, who also there was nothing but rumors about Mike Piazza's whole career. Sure, and Mike Piazza's in. I don't get it. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We'll get the, some of your calls on that if you want to chime in. Does Barry Bonds deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Give us a call. We'll continue with this conversation. It is the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio on your Sunday. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more in car insurance. It's Rob Parker and Aaron Torres filling in for Chris Broussard. You can follow Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres, or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS1. Our telephone number 877-99 on Fox. And the great Willie Mays, the Hall of Famer, on the old Barry Bonds uh, 
Jersey retirement ceremony pleaded yes. that Barry Bonds be voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. As you know, I have a vote. I've been voting for Bonds ever since his name has been Aaron on the ballot. I believe he's the greatest player I ever saw. I believe he belongs in the Hall of Fame. I'm not acting as if nothing happened. I'm not that guy, sure. Dr. Naive, to say, well, no, he didn't do it. I'm not that guy. But I just know it was rampant during that time. Sure. And the guys he would who was pitching to him probably were on the juice as well. So it was more of an equal playing field. A lot of pitchers have been caught. In fact, more pitchers have been busted for steroids than hitters. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Let me ask you this. I'm sure you've been to Cooperstown at various points, talked to the, some of these guys that yes. are in the hall. Where I know Joe Morgan was very like outspoken against. Oh yeah, that, but but where does like so like a Ken Griffey Jr. Do we really know if he did anything? Of course not. But but the insinuation is that he was one of the quote unquote clean guys. Like where do guys like him that are perceived to be clean that are in the hall or on the fringe of the hall stand with guys like that? Yeah, there's a mixed bag. There's sure. some guys they don't they don't publicly say anything, you know, and then you hear people. Behind the scenes, talk about calling them guys cheaters, stuff yep. like that. Uh, my only thing is, there's the Mitchell report out there. There's 130, 50 names yep. on a list that have has not been released. Sure. So all the people we know and the rumors, there's a list out there. A hundred, I think it's between 130, 150 other guys, which tells you sure. how rampant it it was. And that's why I have an issue because on that list, I guarantee you, there's some Hall of Famers. Yep. On that list who are, who are in the hall. Well, and I was going to say, it reminds me of the sport that I cover the most, college basketball, with this FBI thing. Uh, people, uh, but You talk to people behind the scenes, they'll say, oh, that guy, he's he's no good. or We, we all know what that right. guy does. But no, nobody will say it publicly. But I, I was just curious if anyone was really outspoken about it. Because I would feel like if I was a guy on the fringe and I knew I quote-unquote did it the right way, I don't know that I'd be pushing for Barry Bonds, but I personally, me, Aaron Torres, I'm in the corner of you are as far as letting him in. But I think you also know, even you as a great player, you know Barry Bonds. He ain't some fringe guy sure. who came out. First of all, he has the genes from his father, yep. right? Was a great player in Pittsburgh before that whole home run thing started. And the other thing that I always look at is Barry Bonds has only hit how many times has he hit over 50 home runs in a single season? Do you know? That's a you question. I have no idea. Just what's your guess? Just thinking of, just take a guess of, of, of how, how many times he hit 50 hit plus? In, in a season, in a regular, in a, in a, in a season. I feel like because you're asking me, it's lower than I think. So I'll say like four. One time. The 73 homers? Yes. Wow. Nobody that. believes that. That's the thing that's, so it's not like he, he took the juice and he hit 50 every year for eight years. He's only hit. Over 50 that one year. Wow. I didn't know that. All right, 877-99 on Fox. We're ready to let you chime in. How about Ray in Maine? You're on Maine. The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. What you got, Ray? I completely agree with you. I think Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens should both be in the Hall of Fame. They were great players before and after, not to mention the fact that most of the players that are on the Hall of Fame from back in the olden days or high on something anyways when it came time. Anybody who can get a chance to peek them up just that little bit more is going to, whether or not it's legal or not. Look at Robinson Cano. He just got hit for it because he got tested. Right. Yep. If, they, if they can and they think they can get away with it, they're going to, and they still make it in the Hall of Fame. Clemens was a great pitcher, 
before and after because nobody knows exactly when he started using. No. Barry Bonds was a great hitter before or after. No doubt about it, Ray. Thanks for the phone call. We appreciate it. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, yeah. that's the case, that both of those guys were already. And I, can you really tell a history of baseball without those two guys? That Hall of Fame will not be complete if those guys aren't in. Yeah, and especially those two. Exactly. And I was going to say, too, you brought up the important point, which always gets brought up with Barry Bonds, of three MVPs before we believe that he started on, uh, on the juice there. And, like, to me – I just sit there and, like, how many guys in league history have won three MVPs, period? Right. Forget about it that he's got seven. If you want to negate the other four, yeah, three is pretty impressive. The same thing with Clemens, who won three uh, early on with the Red Sox, and then, you know, the four sure. later. Let's, uh, let's try Mark. Mark in Detroit. You're on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Odd Couple. What's up, Mark? Uh, it's a pleasure, man. I hope you guys are having a blessed Sunday. Thanks, uh, Aaron, I don't know if you know this, but Rob is a is a a legit legend. So I've been, I've a been talking to you since the original I couple and uh, uh, Parker and the Man days, my friend. Oh man, um, appreciate that. Thank the, you. That, that's the nice. studio. His head's getting I too know, big for this I whole know. studio. In trouble. Go oh ahead. man. Do you even want? You Hello? want me to sit this one out? You just you, you no, two, you two no, want to no. Right go ahead, make, go ahead, make your point. Go ahead, Mark. Okay, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I definitely think Barry should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, I'm, I'm almost forty. I watching Barry and Griffey. Junior, if Griffey Jr. didn't have the injuries, he'd be the greatest I've ever seen. But Barry, I'd have to get Barry. He's the greatest player I've ever seen, even though I don't like to agree with Skip Bayless. <laughs> but, Rob, real, real quick, Rob, what, uh, Jack Morris just got his uh, jersey retired today here in Detroit. And I wanted to see what you thought about him and Trammell finally getting in. A problem I have, and there's no disrespect to either one of them, is that they're, they're veterans committee guys. They went 15 years. The writers didn't vote them in. And that's how they got into the Hall of Fame. I, I just think it, it shouldn't be a, a second way in. Sure. Right? The writers should should vote. And if you don't make it in, you don't make it in. I don't know I don't know why they feel compelled. You're on the ballot. At, those guys won for 15 years. Yeah. How, how much time do you need? Like I um, And I know you're a Detroit guy. I watched a lot of baseball when I was a kid. I'd be lying if I said, oh, my favorite Alan Trammell memory is, like, I can name five things that Ken Griffey Jr. did that I was like, wow, I remember that like it happened yesterday. Randy Johnson, even A-Rod, who I know might not get in, but the point is, Alan Trammell, come on. That's what I'm talking about. All right, my partner says all the drama surrounding Ohio State right now is actually good for Urban Meyer. We'll explain. That's coming up next. It is The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. Sunday, it's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Rob Parker. That's Aaron Torres filling in for Chris Broussard. A little vacay for Mr. Broussard. You can follow Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS1. And we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Our telephone number, 877-99 on Fox. But we're going to get in and talk. We might take some more phone calls down the road, but we're going to talk about the Ohio State situation and uh, what what's what's happened there. And, and Aaron, you followed this, and you've co- covered college for a long time. Uh-huh. Give us the update with just Urban Meyer, who's been suspended, but what you know is, is hopefully trying to get his job back. 
and, and not be fired, but there are some who think that he should be fired. But yeah. what's going on? Yeah, no, I mean, the last kind of really big thing that happened that I think most of the public is very conscious of. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 